good evening. Good evening, Africa. Good evening to the world. Good evening, South Africa. Good evening, Zimbabwe and world beyond. Uh, it's Patson Mashingaze. Uh, I'm here. I'm excited. Uh, the advancements of technology. The advancements of technology. Never did I think I would be on a podcast that I would be po. You, I'll be I'll be proliferating myself. I never thought that would happen. Uh, well, you see, I grew up. Uh, I'm I'm an eighties child, and you know, um, we are half half. <laughs> we saw the Windows ninety five. Uh, we used mm-hmm. the Mac as well. We 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 were best best of both worlds. Uh, we we got into the nineties with Michael Jackson. Uh, yeah, and uh, and the culture and everything. So we could be the last. The last well balanced, uh, and uh, by that I talk of uh, 88, 89, 90, yeah, 91, 92. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they have a perspective of certain things. Uh, they remember when there was no cell phone, uh, when there was no certain technological advancements. However, this is evident of um, the progression of human thought and its capabilities to confront problems. Now, I wear a number of hats, um, preacher, teacher, um, theologian, uh, political activist, political leader, um, a lot of these other things, and uh, uh, philosopher, and all these uh, hats uh, always find a way of, 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 uh, of separating uh, people uh, from each other. You see, uh, when someone would ask you, what do you do? What I do not know what to answer uh, in specific because I do a lot of things. I'm I'm Patson Torogodai Mashingai. I I am a person. I'm a being, and I do not have to be in any box. I do not have to be in any line. But however, I, I, that is the conclusions of society and social constructs that have been made by those that have. Uh, um, looked for ways to govern people or to to taxate uh, to taxate uh, society on ideas and and, and and currency and everything else by finding our differences by exploiting differences of color skin um race and all these other things which i think is a very elementary uh, position because when you still see difference then there is a problem there is so much that is alike especially in race relations. There is so much that is alike that it is very sad to see those that want to use an economic system that is not even based on proper funding, banks, and, and, and gold bars. Uh, uh, those are belong to Africa. However, I come to you today to start a conversation, and a conversation that says, what is God's, um, the Christian God? Yes, we'll say Christian God. Some of our listeners might not be Christian. I am a Christian. I believe. However, I'm, I'm also an African. And uh, today I heard um, Pastor Fibian and Mormon Mandela have a great uh, podcast session. And they started talking about uh, the church uh, and its dynamics around Africanism and uh, all these other dynamics. On that note, I would like to say that... Um, I have studied and looked at this for a long time, and I've always, those that know me, I've always been a black empowerment activist. I've always wanted to reclaim our self-pride because I saw the corrosive nature of, 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 of uh, 
imperialist ideologies and, uh, and the harm that it has caused our societies. There are certain things that have been introduced into the African sphere that are there to contaminate and not to produce an African. The real position would be, where is the African? Do we have Africans <laughs> anymore? Or is this just now a ceremonial name? What is it that makes us African? And why is this important in relation to the world, in relation to others? Then the question would actually go and become an answer in a certain way and say, the moment we are asking, that means that there is a problem. And why are we including God? Why are we including all, the, all these aesthetics into who an African is? Then the answer becomes <laughs> another, another question and says, who are we without a God? Who are we without our own God? Who are we? without our own position or contribution towards theology. Who stops us from having theological discourse about, about how we perceive the world and in relation to our history, where we came from and where we were in the progression of the world? Then one would quickly come to the conclusion, um, I, I'm Shona, and I come to the conclusion that I know my people had an understanding of who God is, Mustikavanu. Yes, the Creator. And um, it goes on from there. And uh, we see uh, a society that was thriving. Uh, they originally actually called the Sona. Uh, that was to describe uh, the gold, uh, the gold-laden lands that uh, these people were found. And the Portuguese would call them the Sona. But in progression, in Cyrillatics, it ended up Sona. But um, this history... Is, 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 is meandered and marred by violence and uh, cultural disturbances that happened by the progression of humanity, uh, especially from the West coming to this side. Um, and uh, that, as much as that was part of human evolution, as others could say, and uh, um, some effects uh, of postmodernization, which is okay. However, the cultural element of the African, of the Zimbabwean, of the South African, of the whole region, sub-Saharan Africans, uh, uh, was, uh, was uh, deeply destroyed by those that came uh, to visit. They came as visitors and they stayed. Well, I do not blame them. We have great weather and everything. Now, the question is, why were we so affected and corroded of our cultural aesthetic that um, we look back at ourselves right now and we cannot recognize ourselves. We worship a Jesus that is white. However, just by saying that, the Christian church becomes uncomfortable. But fact be a fact, in Bethlehem there are no white people. And that's ignorance that we now have. And we we kind of keep it in, but when we really look at it, is it wrong to say Jesus was not a white man? How is this a, a, a dangerous subject? Why has this become a position that can ostracize one from the church? And this, the answer could be simple. It is because we have institutionalized the church, and it was based and brought to us by Westerners. Now, we, that does not mean we hate Westerners when we are having this conversation. Let us have an intellectual conversation. Let us have the devil's advocate 
as the League of Fraternity would like to call it, we are asking questions, exploring thought. With yours, Patterson Machine Guide, they end. The question is simple. We do not hate we do not hate Westerners. We are saying our culture was eroded. And when that happens to any society, there are repercussions. Why is the church now educated, now theologians, now exposed, now with Google? Why is the Google generation still accepting a white Jesus? Um, and, and, and in relation to that, to those that are theological, to those that are actually um, scholars of theology and the Bible, and then we would go into a deeper question and say, what does the second commandment say about images? Is not the, the commandments one of the hallmarks of the gospel, as we find Jesus in the New Testament saying that I have come not to change the law, but not even to remove one iota from it. That was his explanation. I have come to fulfill it. I have come to fulfill the base of God's government, which is his kingdom, which is in heaven as the Bible describes the Ten Commandments as God's character. Now, God is not a man that he should lie, neither is God a man that he should change his mind. Now, this theology tells us that there is a divorce from God uh, uh, from being a man, and at the same time that he, he doesn't have to lie. He does not uh, respond like us. He does not get into a corner and have to lie. His word is truth, and his word stands forever. That is the establishment of the omniscience of God, and theologians know this. Now, the eschatology gospel comes and says, no, we're not, we want to save. There's the gospel of salvation and soteriology, and all this, and they're saying we want uh, salvation for the church, salvation for the people. That is true, that is fine, we will accept certain concepts, and the progression of the Christian uh, ideology as it went in time. However, the aesthetics that go against a solid commandment, literature, and then a, a white Jesus. Why do we have images of a, of a man who comes from Westminster and, uh, by, and is by birth from Bethlehem? And um, he looks like one of the Bee Gees. And now, we have been so infused by this uh, uh, supremacist and uh, westernized perception that sometimes when we dream of Jesus, we dream of that man. Are we dreaming of Jesus? Or are we dreaming of, 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 of Cesare Borgia? That's what they say. They say there's a model who was actually, um, was actually, was actually a son of the Pope, uh, a very controversial Pope, by the way. M might be the most famous Pope. Um, the Borgia, um, yeah, the family insignia was the bull, and they're very, uh, it was very controversial. Uh, you look it up; uh, they even have a series out, and uh, you can check out on the history of the Borgias. It's a very uh, good uh, analysis, and it's also entertaining to know how the politics of the day developed, and the theology, and uh, what was happening within the society. However, back to the story: How do we accept a white man being Jesus? Why? Have we failed to say to ourselves, let us look at geography and say, where, what happens in Bethlehem? What happens there? Who, what type of men come out of there? What race are they? Those are the questions of the day. And it goes back to our educational positioning and our educational history. We have failed 
we have failed as Africans to be stewards of our ideas, to be stewards of our society. We have failed to be stewards of our economic perceptions and growth. Whenever a society cannot protect itself economically, ideologically, and protect its women and children, it is not a society at all. A troop of baboon becomes better than that um, than that type of a civilization. So the black man and the African people, we have to firstly say, we accept that we failed. We failed to protect ourselves. We failed to protect our ideas. We failed to, pro to be progressed enough at the point of contact um, to have had reserves of our knowledge and our standpoints and, and positions. And uh, as much as that might lie in the differences in um, what was happening in climate, terrain, and need, a uh, clear example would be um, in Britain, you could, uh, in winter, you can't sleep outside and wake up. However, in uh, sub-Saharan Africa, um, you could do that easily and wake up. So there was no need for us to wear all these huge coats and... Uh, but then that also gives uh, the understanding that uh, uh, necessity is the mother of invention. We we didn't have to, so we didn't we did we didn't need to have vast armies because we didn't have many enemies. Uh, uh, the armies that we did have progressed when we started having uh, Portuguese problems and uh, Changamire Dombo, um, who actually started what uh, a military. Um, uh, militarization in, in sub-Saharan Africa, way before Shaka, by the way, um, started the Kaon formation in itself. He was from the Mutapa state, and um, they built, and there was a massive uh, gold uh, empire. However, this history is not familiar to my peers. They would actually go and not understand it. Yet they are going to be fathers, and they are going to be, some of them already are fathers. Fathers without ideology on where they come from without an identity, they are going to give children that to the world that do not have an identity. The world will identify our children. Hence, our children are being parented by television and fashion and, uh, and all these uh, other things, uh, the Disney Channel, a mouse, and all these other uh, descriptions that are shown to us. I hold both sides in equal responsibility, in, in equal complicity in the sense that the same theology brought by the Westerners is the one that describes to the African what idolism is. Yet is the same one that brings Mother Mary into the fray and say, Oh, hail Mary, the mother of Jesus. What is she doing in church? But your theology, the same theology you taught, you taught us, told us that there is no space for imaging. Then what is Westminster Jesus doing in the Church of God? Now these are questions, and uh, those that are listening, those are, I'm going to share this podcast with. I want you to understand that I'm taking positions and slides from different points, so that we can expand our thought processes as to progress as a people. And this is not a hate speech program. We have love for all men, but we have love for knowledge and self as well. There is a need for self-identification. Now, I give this as a simple example to Sub-Saharan Africa especially. And uh, you would say to me, who owns the Kimberley uh, Diamonds? Who owns, um, 
who discovered the Victoria Falls. <laughs> That's for Zambia and Zimbabwe right there. And the Kazungula area. And tell us, who, who, who did? I would tell you today. Our years after independence, years after independence for Zimbabwe and Zambia, and this is after the breaking of the Confederation and then uh, all this, uh, the Rhodesian invasions and, and, and everything. Now we come back and we have uh, different states and now we're talking about I'm paying school fees for my child. You are paying school fees for your child. We are all embracing education, Western education, and the point of contact comes and says, who discovered the Victoria Falls? David Livingston. How could David Livingston discover the word Victoria Falls? And I, I did a video about this 67 years ago, and it was of particular interest because I had, was coming to the, the stage of looking at things that way. I never looked at things that way because they made me feel uncomfortable. Now, that is exactly the position that Africans are and some who are listening to this conversation right now. We are uncom uncomfortable learning of ourselves. We, we don't want to believe that David Livingston, uh, we, we don't want to take it off out of our mind because that would mean that we've been fed the wrong thing. Now, those that do observe that they've been fed the wrong thing, we think it doesn't matter. Why do they celebrate even their criminals? Even fictional characters of criminals are celebrated in, in, in media, in writing, in novels. Yet, all of the people that lived before us are, are bandits, witches, and they practiced witchcraft and voodoo, and they were all non-progressive. One who is not of both sides would agree that that is impossible. It is impossible to say that there was not one great African woman, one great African man, one great African in our society, in our villages, our mothers, our grandfathers. There is none of them that were great. Only Robin Hood, <laughs> maybe. That is a question. Why is there an aesthetic and an involvement that tries to grandize um, everything about a society in literature, writing, telling stories. Why do they want us to believe that there is a flying boy called Peter Pan? When we talk about anything such as that, it is called witchcraft. The painting of the devil itself is a black man. With, and, and this is something that has gone to the core of the African. Right now I'm trying to address a, a podcast of Africans. I'm in Africa, but I'm speaking in English. There is something that does to me. There is something that does to me when my name does not ref does not reflect or does not sound like my surname, and um, and my behavior and my my my. my my history and my the way I, I, I marry, we marry in white weddings, we call them. These are assertions that the African has to be man enough to look at. Look at it by yourself. Today, no one is making a conclusion. The church is not being attacked. No, we are asking questions as we should. God says, come let us reason together. So God likes man who try to think, men who think, who explore their ideas. And that is what we have been put here on earth to do. That's what the preacher would shout. The theologian would, uh, would look at it in a, in, in a more deeper context and, and, and say that um, 
the, the, the mere fact that we are talking about God means that God exists. Why would we talk about God when God does not exist? Why is he spoken about in different places, different uh, nationalities, different positions, and we talk about God? There is something about us that says that there is something up there that controls this. We are intelligent enough and aware enough to say there is no way this is a mistake. And as you can see, science goes on and science tries to explain creation. Creation does not explain science. No, it doesn't. It's science that's trying to understand how God did it. That's what the theologian would look at it and the philosopher would add on and say, you know... (laughs) There are times that uh, we have to understand that to understand God would not make him God. That is a position. If we could understand him, then he, he, he can't be God. He, there is no way. NASA tells us over 10 billion uh, galaxies. We are in one. That means we're in an inch of a megapixel in the framework of things. We do not know much about everything, anything around us. We just know this, the star that we are close to, the, that we call the sun, that gives us light. I want us to have a journey between theology, philosophy, and common sense, and embracing understandings that say Africans have a place in the church. The question is, the aesthetics of the church have been there to corrode who we are to corrode our self-esteem, to think that we are dirty and sinful like the devil when that could not be farther from the truth. Now, the colonialists have to take responsibility for this as they wanted to Romanize. That was the first thing. Actually, it was called to Romanize, to colonize. And you'd have to have an educational system that also um, teaches passiveness, nonviolence, and and non-thinking societies. And that's what they want. But however the African must grow, it is now time that we say we love God, but God made us in his image and God loves us the way we are. The African must be understood in the church of God and we are not second grade uh, Christians. We are not second grade Christians. We are the image of God just like the Westerners, just like anyone else. I say today, As we start this conversation, let us love one another enough that we have conversations that build unity. God says, come let us reason together. Let us reason together in all things and come up with a society. This is Patson Mashingaizi, theologian, philosopher, Mm -hmm. super black pastor. I say good night and may God be with us. Stay black and stay beautiful wherever you are. Stay thinking. Let us always be up on our feet thinking, trying to make the world a better place.